Hello everyone and welcome back to the Sport Oswald podcast. So today I'm delighted to have professional racing driver Max Harris on. Welcome on Max. Thanks very much Mark, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So I suppose we'll start at the start. Was sport like always a big thing in the heart household I suppose? Um. Yeah. Definitely. I think I. I. I come from a, a family of three other brothers, so there's six of us in total. Um, it, sport was a massive thing in 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 our house. Not necessarily motorsport. Growing up, we played all types of sport: GA, hurling, um, badminton. We done a lot of running and and fitness as a family. Um, but there was always that interest in motorsport and horses as well. Uh, two of my brothers are, are, are ex-jockeys and uh, obviously then myself I'm into motorsport but uh, the motorsport it, it goes back a long way in my family both to my grandparents side and then obviously down to my parents and my uncles Um, so growing up there was always those pictures on the wall Um, so you'd be you'd be in, uh, aspiring to, to be like let's say so my granddad uh, he done he done quite a lot of motor racing so I'd have always aspired to, to be like him. Um, I suppose that's how I got into it then. When I was 11, we started go-karting in Ireland. Uh, we did, we'd done that on and off for about two years. And then as soon as I was 15, then I got straight into uh, into single-seaters in Ireland, which was Formula V Ireland, which is a great class, um, a super welcoming class, a, a great class for young drivers to get into as well. It's, it's affordable. Um, and yeah, that, that's, I suppose, that's how I got started in it. And how long did you race in Formula B? Uh, I did it for a year and a half. So I wasn't old enough. So you have to be 16 to race it. So when I started my first season, I missed the first couple of races because I wasn't old enough. So I just done a couple of rounds that year. And then the year after, uh, when I was 16, I went full on then that year. And I done the full season. And I was... Uh, the star tomorrow champion that year, which led me to drive uh, the least on 1000 in the UK. That was the prize for it. So I headed over there and then uh, I finished second in that race and first overall in the, in the class, which was fantastic result for my first time round. And so that sort of decided then what we were going to do the following year. Um, and then that's what we did. Yeah. Um, and where did the interest in like cars and motorsport come from? Like obviously your family have been heavily involved in it, but um what made you want to get into it? From a very young age, myself and my dad, we would always watch the Formula One. Formula One's obviously a, a massive thing worldwide and it was the exact same here in our house. It was huge. And um, so I'd always sit down on the weekends with my dad and watch Formula One. So I always, always wanted to to race cars and at the time when I started off I, I wanted to go to Formula One but of course that's very very expensive and um, but I, that's that's exactly where the the real interest came from it then I was always motorsport mad or motor mad you could say we always had something around the house that we'd be driving in a field or we'd be we'd have some sort of buggy or something uh, that we'd be ripping around. Uh, 100 then you moved on to Formula 3 would I be right? I done uh, Formula 4 at the end of the year. I got a really cool opportunity to go out to uh, Malaysia and race Formula 4 um, on a subsidised drive. And, and that's exactly what we did. We went out there. We got a podium, which we were super happy with. 
then we came back and we were like, what will we do? Um, so I tested Formula 3, Martin Daly, a great friend of mine. He uh, he gave me the opportunity to go to Silverstone and test uh, his Formula 3 car over there, which is what I did, which was a fantastic experience. And then COVID hit. So we were like, oh, no, all this progress and all this momentum with us. Uh, and then COVID hit. And so I was like, what will I do? And I, just before COVID hit, I'd been to the UK to... Uh, to the NEC where there was a motor show on over there. It's, it's a big, massive, uh, it's a big, massive show in the UK. Could be one of the biggest in Europe, actually. Um, but I met a, a, a team over there um, who are racing touring cars. And the original plan was that I was, I just really went for a chat with them, really. And then COVID hit and they were one of the only championships that were racing. Um, so they had a half season so I went over to the UK we, we agreed a deal to go and test the car so we went over and tested it and the test went very well and that was the week before the first round that year and so we just decided then that uh, we'd, we'd do the, the COVID year over there we got a great deal for the drive um, and that was a fantastic decision at the time looking back now it's a bit of a hard one at the time move, to move away from single-seaters but it was a great decision now uh, looking back. And that year I got a podium every single race. And also uh, I won the last round, which was uh, the icing on the cake, which then led me on to, to race at Hyundai then in the UK again in TCR. Um, it, was a, it was a big deal that first year. They got two Hyundais in and that was a great year for me. A little bit of bad luck um, throughout the year. And... So we unfortunately didn't win the championship, but we were leading it for quite a while. We had multiple wins, multiple fastest laps. The, the, the luck just didn't go our way really that year, and it certainly didn't get better next year. So the next year we bought a car, which was last year. We bought a, a TCR from Italy, and we signed up to race TCR UK. And this year I was like, oh, definitely, like I'm going for it. I really, really wanted to win last year, and we had a fantastic start of the year. We were well and well in the lead in the championship. I won two races on one weekend, which is really hard to do with a reverse grid and everything. We had multiple fastest laps and then all of a sudden we were just hit with such bad luck. The reliability just got so bad on the car. Um, it was just, we just had DNF after DNF. We had six DNFs in total that year. We didn't even do the last two rounds because it was pointless. So I think even after three DNFs, we were still leading the championships. We had a, a really nice, really nice lead after four rounds. Um, but listen, that's how it goes. I think uh, I learned a lot that year and I think I'll, I'll come out the, the far side even better and have done. Um, and then this year, then I was signed up to race in McLaren and uh, I always had been chatting to uh, this team in China about the, uh, a potential Hyundai drive over there. And then, sorry about that phone. Um, and then, um, yeah, so the the opportunity then came and I had already signed up to race this McLaren and next thing you know, this deal just got a whole lot better when Hyundai, the, the factory team, when they got involved um, and it was nearly a no-brainer for me. So I headed out in April for a test. I had no clue what I was doing. I went out there. I didn't even know who I was meeting or anything. I just booked the plane ticket, brought all my gear at me and I just headed off and it was sort of like a, I think for my mom, my mom was really worried. She was like, oh, you, like I didn't even know where I was going. I just knew I needed to get a, to Shanghai and somebody was going to pick me up. I didn't know what they looked like or anything like that. But uh, thankfully, it all paid off. We had a great test that week. 
we started off the season then with two DNFs actually, but it was still a, a very progressive week. Um, and yeah, this year's gone really good since I got a podium already this year. And so it's been going good. I got my last round in two weeks. So I fly to Hong Kong on Sunday. So I can't wait for that round. Yeah, and you said a deal with Hyundai there in September. What's that like? Because Hyundai are a massive company. Like, what's it like signing a deal with a company of that magnitude? Like, yeah, it's massive for me. Really, it's massive for me in my career. Um, obviously Hyundai is so so big in motorsport in general, but in TCR as well, they're they're quite a well known uh manufacturer. So to sign a deal with them was fantastic. Uh, I'm I'm a junior factory driver from them, which doesn't really mean too much, but I'm really really involved in the in the in the factory stuff now. I've got uh Gabriel Tarquini, he he's my mentor now, who's a really famous uh racing driver. Um, so it's great to have him and all the, the, the benefits that come with being a, a junior driver. So in hopes, I hope that being involved in this manufacturer, they can take me right to the, the top and right to a, a full factory drive then in the next couple of seasons, which is ultimately the, the end goal for me. And could you just explain like what TCR driving is? Yeah, so TCR is is touring car racing. That's what it stands for, um, and it's basically uh, manufacturers such as Hyundai, Honda, Audi, Lincoln Co, um, Peugeot. There's there's Vauxhall. There's there's lo- loads of brands. Basically, like all your your road brands that you see, um, and basically the manufacturers they pump money into the motorsport side of it. They change these road cars into race cars. And they make them super fast. They're, in TCR, all the cars are front-wheel drive, which is brilliant because they're all very level. Um, and, yeah, that, that's how TCR racing is. Yeah, and would you just be able to tell us, like, obviously, you can't, well, you can train for it, but it's not like other sports where you go out for a run or something like that. How do you train for it? Yeah, it's it's a it's a difficult sport to train for because you can never get you, you can't get better than the real thing. You know, if you were if you were if you play GAA or you play football, you can you can go out and you can uh you can go out and train. You have trains in the evening, but it's not really like that in motorsport. You just can't get better than the real thing. It's hard to you can't train for a race either. Really, the only way you can train for a race is by doing a race, and you learn from from racing um, and no race is ever the same which is very difficult I suppose like a game of, of football as well no football game is the same but uh, how I train for it I've got a simulator over here that's Digital Motorsports who are a great sponsor of mine they, uh, they've supplied me with it and that's that's the next best thing really I do hours and hours on that I'll be spending a lot of time over on it in the next seven days before Macau which is a really crazy street circuit um, I also do a lot of fitness. It's really a physical demanding sport, and especially out in China, it's really tough with the heat and the humidity. Um, but I think a lot of people would like uh, sort of dismiss the driving for the, the fitness side of it anyway. Um, you know, they, they just think you're sitting there pressing pedals and steering a wheel, which which you are, of course, but it's a lot more intense than that. The best way to do it is uh, to describe it as like 
imagine doing a spin class in a sauna while also having 30 cars behind you that are trying to get past you in any way possible so there's a lot lot of lot going on it's really really intense it's really fast paced um so that that's the, the fitness side of it anyway yeah yeah i'd imagine it'd be fairly hot now over in china in the yeah. car i wouldn't plan to no no ah it's it's grand like sure like i said it's hard to train for but uh it's, that's just part of the gig what would be your favorite uh track that you've raced on so far mm, good question it's a it's a tough one uh my most successful track is uh donington park in the uk track i really really enjoy i've always gone well there i think Every single year I've raced there, I, I have a, a podium or a win. Um, so I would say that's probably my favourite track because my most successful. If it wasn't that one, it would be... Uh, if you ask me next week, I'll tell you Macau. <laughs> I know for sure I'm going to love that track. It's a, it's a really, really crazy track. It's, I've done a, a good few laps on it on the same. It's so, so difficult. It's a really, really notorious track for being dangerous. Um, so I'm sure I'm going to love that because anything that can kill me, I love. Right. Come back alive, though. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. I suppose that's bad of it, though. You just never know. Yeah. Um, I put up earlier. Um, okay. Did you get many questions? One. Um, Brendan Murphy. Oh yeah, no, yeah. This would go anyway. Did this year's budget really come from OnlyFans? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no OnlyFans. But I tell you, I get a lot of requests sometimes. <laughs> If I post some sort of uh, picture that looks anyway good, I get a lot of uh, a lot of DMs from OnlyFans. We won't go down that road on this episode. No, yeah, we'd say that's a private episode. Yeah, that's only available on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, only available on OnlyFans on Patreon. You have to subscribe and a monthly subscription to get access. Yeah, and it's only available on the, the sport overload one. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, I thought of that question. Um what does the season look like for motorsport? Like what day what um way does the season work? Uh so for me this is the most action packed season I've had. Um normally a season starts from about April till September, October, but this season has been February all the way to next weekend will be my last race which is a super super long season it's it's really it has been a tough season but a brilliant season for me as well but this yeah February all the way to November and what what would you do then the off season would you like have a few meetings to put plans in place for next year and then take a bit of time to yourself or what would be the uh, uh, taking time to yourself that's a very tough one in the off season um, because you're, you're so so busy but like you say planning for next year is it going to be a huge thing 
like next season's going to come up on me so fast. I think I'll have about three months if I'm lucky to to plan for it all, maybe two months. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what I'll be doing. I'll be planning for, for next year, which uh, I'm not 100% confirmed for for anything yet next year. But of course, there's a lot in, lot in, uh, in the woodwork for it. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of that. Obviously, it's a very expensive sport that we do, um, unfortunately. Um, so there's a lot of money to be raised. I have got some fantastic sponsors um, that have helped me get to where I am today. And that's exactly what I do. I can I will go back to them and try offer them a more attractive package. And I will also try to get some more sponsors on board as well, which is a very difficult, very, very difficult thing to do. It's the, that's the hardest part about motorsport. Um which is uh which it's just part of the game really nowadays. It's just you have to be able to to raise sponsorship as well. Um but so that's that's how my sort of next three months is looking. I'll do I do a bit of coaching as well. So I'm sure I'll do plenty of coaching over the winter as well, um, both in Ireland and the UK, as well as Sweden, I think, in February. You seem to be flying all over the place every once in a while. Yeah, I am sick of flying. <laughs> I don't even know how many flights I've taken this year. It's definitely over 50 anyway. Um, I must count it up, actually, but... I'm sick of flying. I hate. Well, not that I hate flying. I'm just. I'm just sick of it. Those those long flights to China, they are so so tough on you. So so tough on the body. We do a, a nearly a sixteen hour flight from Shanghai to London, which sitting on a plane is is tough for that. <laughs> and how often do you have to go to China? Um. So just whenever there's a race, really. So this year I'll have gone eight or nine times. So uh, nearly less than once a month nearly and how how like how long would be between races like a couple of weeks or uh yeah this one's a couple of weeks the last one was four weeks the one before that was summer break so we had uh seven weeks off and then the one before that it was less than two week break and this well it was a two week break but i obviously i got home and then i had maybe like um eight days and then i had to fly back um I should have stayed over for that one, but anyway, um, yeah, it's normally about a two week, two to to four week break normally. So you were saying you fly out to Macau on Sunday. How how long do you have to stay out there now? Uh, so for Macau, it's my last round, so I am trying to go out a bit early just to enjoy myself a little bit more. It's been a, a, this year's. I've had a lot, a lot of pressure on me. So Macau, I just want to make sure I enjoy it, enjoy the experience. Macau is a, a super, super cool place to race. I'm so, so grateful to have that opportunity as well. So I will head out. I have to book my flights this evening. Uh, I think I'm going to head out next Sunday. Um, and then I will fly home on Tuesday, the following Tuesday. So I'll be there for uh, 10 days, 8 days, 9 days. Just out of curiosity, actually, say if you wanted to watch the race, would there be any like stream or anything? Yeah, it's all streamed online, especially this Macau. Like it's it, this is the Macau is a huge event. It's a it's a famous event worldwide, and um, so that will all be streamed online. Uh, if the TCR races, they will also be streamed online. But the easiest place to get them is TCR TV. Um, you just look that up. You can get it on an app or you can watch it online. It's free to download, free to sign up as well. 
and you can watch all my TCR races from the whole year all the way back. Anyway, Max, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. I know you have a very busy evening, so I'll let you go and I'll just leave the last word to you if you want. Yeah, well, I just want to say thanks very much for having me on. And then also, I think there's uh, I, there's a lot of people that uh, are trying to get into motorsport and stuff like that. I think it's really important for them as well to to know uh, that you can get into motorsport. You don't need to have plenty and plenty of money. Uh, I certainly don't have loads of money, but I just want to say for any of the, the young people out there, I get quite a lot of DMs about it. That uh, for sure you can you can make it to the top and just to keep your mind to it as well, um, and just keep pushing towards that end goal. We all know you have plenty of money from OnlyFans. Like, stop lying. <laughs> yeah, it's the OnlyFans. Yeah, or oh, yeah, and if you don't have plenty of money, just set up an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just thought of one more question there actually. Go on. What, what is the like end goal for you? Uh, the end goal for me is to just get a, a, a full factory drive just to be earning money in motorsport um, in general is, is a super hard thing to do so if I can earn money in motorsport uh, that's the end goal for me to get paid by a manufacturer um, if Hyundai can pay me then that's that's the end goal for me it'll be fantastic it'll be to continue to get contracts off manufacturers um, moving forward the whole time and uh, just keep earning money so that's what it's about at the end of the day to I enjoy the sport so much, but ultimately you have to make a living. Um, and so that's what I got to do. And sure, if you don't make any money from the racing, you can always go back to OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shut up about OnlyFans and I'll let you go. Yeah, Thanks. people are going to think I actually do OnlyFans now. So you just send send Mark a DM anyway. He'll set you up with the sports overload discount code. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, best of luck next week, man. Um, I'll watch it and I'll be supporting it and yeah best luck I appreciate that so much I'll send you across the link and stuff to watch it as well I'm sure maybe yeah. you can share it on your on your yeah, post I'll share the link in the story and all that wicked and, um, okay thanks very much Mark chat to you soon say a big thank you to Max for coming on. I really enjoyed the chat. I hope he did too. And he's racing from Thursday to Sunday over in Macau, which is his last race of the year. And I just want to wish him all the best of luck. And I will put the link up on my Instagram story if you want to watch.